The unthinkable could happen. Donald Trump could be back in the White House. We speak to Dr. Edward Minney of the University of North Georgia in Atlanta. Welcome, Doctor. Thank you very much, Chris. Um, thank you for inviting me. And it's always a pleasure to be with you and uh, your listeners. How likely is it that Trump could return to the White House? Yes. Of course, um, highly speculative. Um, what I will say is uh, he's a real contender uh, within the Republican Party. Um, he is by far um, the most popular um, of the contenders. Um, and it's a strange phenomenon. Uh, he has four indictments against him. And it's almost as though every time a new indictment comes his way, he gets even more popular within uh, the Republican Party. So um, he is very focused on um, becoming the next president of the United States. Um, of the four indictments against him, um, legal experts say uh, one of them may be posing um, quite a problem for him, and that's the one with the classified documents that uh, were found at uh, Mar-a-Lago. Um, so um, I'm, I'm not a legal expert, and I'm not going to comment on that. Um, it's just from my understanding that that is, uh, that is a real stickler. So depending on the outcome of uh, these court cases, um, it will influence uh, the election one way or another. Uh, but as I say, for now, um, Trump's got a solid following, and he is uh, way ahead of uh, his contenders. Uh, Biden, as a matter of fact, in a recent uh, CBS poll, um, is behind Trump, um, is lagging behind. So, um, and of course, there are uh, issues um, that you may have picked up on the wires um, about uh, the Biden family business, um, if that's the way I can put it. So, um, if Trump um, returns to the White House, uh, we will then again, uh, as you know from his first term, uh, he embraces the America First policy, and um, he has a more protectionist stance. Um, and actually, um, you know, this could impact the African Growth and Opportunity Act. Um, he likes to renegotiate trade agreements. Um, he may renegotiate the uh, AGOA um, Act. And um, this may be good for us. Uh, I will tell you, um, South Africa being part of BRICS, which is a rather unusual sort of conglomeration of uh, countries, if you think about it, uh, China uh, with the Chinese Communist Party, um, ruling there. You've got India democracy. Uh, you've got Brazil. Um, and then you've got a bunch of other countries, uh, uh, Russia, of course, and then South Africa and a bunch of others that they've just recently invited to join uh, BRICS. How will the geopolitical landscape uh, impact Trump's policies towards South Africa and Africa? Um, we'll have to wait and see. 
Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I just recently uh, read a report on the um, one-child policy that China implemented years ago and how this is coming back to bite them, how the economy it's being predicted uh, is going to suffer. Um, and in some circles, um, researchers are predicting um, a decline of China. <clears throat> that does not mean that um, they won't consider uh, armed conflict, um, but they uh, are looking at real problems threatening the stability uh, of China. So, um, how likely is Trump to return to the White House? The way things stand today, <coughs> excuse me, he's the most popular Republican. Um, if he wins all of these court cases, or if they fall by the wayside, um, I'm predicting that it's very likely that uh, he'll move into the White House. And um, it'll be quite a story. Uh, for somebody who's gone through so much uh, to return to the White House. Now, thinking about the impact that could have on South Africa, as you've said, uh, he likes to renegotiate trade agreements and he's not going to be particularly concerned with our problems, is he? Correct. Um, you may recall uh, during his first term, um, he sent his Secretary of State to South Africa um, you know, which is a positive sign. Um, um, there's, uh, they value South Africa. And um, the, the rare earth minerals that we have, um, China's activity on the African continent is of concern, of course, um, to the U.S. And it's almost as though the U.S. is uh, playing catch-up um, to reassert their um, influence on the on the continent and um, I'm hopeful that um, within the geopolitical um, context South Africa will make wise decisions um, when it comes to um, their support um, of the Ukraine war or, or otherwise um, I understand that South Africa uh, embraces a neutral stance, um, but I did, I, I'm not seeing that they're neutral at all. Um, they're actually choosing a side. So um, we should keep in mind, um, you know, our values, our value system uh, as individuals uh, within South Africa um, are more aligned with the West, um, I would say. And... Um, we should give uh, very deep thought about uh, which direction we're going. Um, Trump, Trump, um, I foresee that he will um, engage South Africa in some shape or form. Um, but what that's going to look like is going to depend on our actions within the BRICS contexts. He's not likely to show as much tolerance as Biden, is he? Um, that's, that's my feeling, yes. Um, correct. I, I, um, uh, I think that, um, he, he's pretty, he's a hard negotiator and, um, 
you know, if I if I can put it this way, um, he demands his pound of flesh um, in these negotiations um, under the umbrella of America first. Um, we can look forward to some tough negotiations, trade, uh, which we desperately need. Um, South Africa desperately needs uh, uh, foreign direct investment, a good trade, strong trade relations with um, the stronger economies in the world um, to help South Africa. How do you think uh, America's foreign policy towards Africa as a continent would change under a Trump presidency? I think the same would go for um the rest of Africa, as it as I've explained, uh, the case of South Africa, um, I find it very interesting that um, Africom, Africa Command, um, that their headquarters is based in Stuttgart, um, and I understand there's a cost uh, implication for the decision to keep it there. Um, they have accommodation. Uh, for the soldiers, they have schools, they have hospitals, um, houses that have been built uh, at major expense. Uh, but really, AFRICOM belongs on the African continent. And you know, you and I both know um, France. Um, France is not held in high regard today in Africa because of uh, what they've been up to lately. Um, and so also uh, the United States. So I think in order to endear um, ourselves to South Africa, to Africa, um, consideration should be given to moving AFRICOM from Stuttgart, which is in Europe, uh, to somewhere in a stable state in Africa. You know, a country that comes to mind immediately is Botswana. Uh, that's a stable country, and uh, I think that would be a big step forward in an outreach to strengthen the ties with Africa from uh, the United States side. So um, that's the thought that I have um, on AFRICOM. Um, uh, we, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I think the um, policy direction towards Africa is going to depend on a bunch of things. Um, as I say, and China is so active in Africa, um, and, you know, they capitalize on corruption, and um, that's pretty rife in Africa. And um, we just got to wait and see how certain things pan out. I think first things first, I think Trump has to, um, has to figure out um, these court cases that he's uh, involved in, um, and, um, and then we'll take it from there. Um, You'll see. Thank you. That was Dr. Edward Minnie of the University of North Georgia in Atlanta speaking to Biz News about how Africa and South Africa in particular uh, could prepare for a possible return of Donald Trump to the White House. Thank you, Dr. Minnie. Thank you very much, Chris. My pleasure. <laughs> 